Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Calls for the snap, a little high, but handle right up the middle. He will run. He will have the first down and then some inside the 25. Heads towards the numbers at the 10, the 5, into the end zone. Touchdown, Fighting Tigers. 35-yard run for Jaden Daniels with the rushing touchdown. Welcome back. To Herd at Sports Radio, I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here on AM 590 ESPN, Omaha, ESPN, Tri-Cities. You can also catch us on YouTube where the comments are already popping off. Good morning, Travis, Thomas, Terrence. A lot of T's in the chat this morning. We appreciate you guys. T to the third. We appreciate you guys tuning in and being a part of the show. You can be a part of the show uh, on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline, 888-638-4876. Uh, one of the things that I had been kind of wanting to talk about all weekend is the Heisman Trophy, mm-hmm. which feels like it's not nearly as big of a deal as it was when I was growing up. When I was a kid, it felt like this enormous thing. It sort of almost felt, and that part of this is probably because Nebraska volleyball was playing pretty much the same time that the ceremony was going on, so at least locally it took a back seat, but... I think there's another problem as to why the Heisman sort of is fading away from importance. And so, so Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman from LSU, put up terrific numbers. Nobody's denying that. Incredible numbers, right? He had a great, great season. What I think the Heisman should be versus what it is, I think is where we're having a departure here. Because I thought Michael Penick should have won the Heisman. I thought he was the best player in college football on one of the best teams in college football and one of the best stories in college football. What I think the Heisman should be is more of a reflection of why that football season was important. Like, who defined that college football season? I get that it's the best player. I get, I get that the criteria is pretty vague. But to me, if you want the Heisman to matter, it needs to. the winner needs to be what that college football season was about. Like, when you think back to – and this is, this is why it's different between, like, a Jaden Daniels and Johnny Manziel, right? When you think back to the Johnny Manziel season, Johnny Manziel was the story of that season. The upset against Alabama, the way he took the college football world by storm, all of this stuff, right? Joe Burrow is a great example, too. Obviously, he had incredible numbers. numbers. He was on the best team. But Joe Burrow was the story of that college football season. If you're just going to go by number, numbers, go back and give the Texas Tech quarterbacks a bunch of Heismans. Like, go back and, and go give these air raid guys a bunch of Heismans because the numbers are always going to be there for those guys, right? Even with Caleb Williams last year, like, yes, he was a very important figure in the college football season. But are you going to think back to last year and think, ah, man, Caleb Williams, that's what I think of when I think of that college football season. Not really. And it's not, like I said, that's the reason I use Johnny Manziel as an example is because it's not just the best player on the best team, right? Texas A&M wasn't the best team that year, but 
Johnny Manziel defined college football. It's a good way year. to list it. There's a really uh, – uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow, Eric Crouch. Mm-hmm. Eric Crouch defined that 2001 season for much of the year, right? Even though Miami was the best team. Even during the season, I think we knew Miami was the best team. But Ken Dorsey wasn't really that guy. You, I think Clinton Portis was the running back. He wasn't really – you didn't have these guys that just stood out. Miami was just this juggernaut of a team. And so you think about the defense that they had, like Jonathan Vilma and Sean Taylor and Ed Reed, I think, was still on that team. Like, you had all of these NFL guys, but none of those guys defined the college football season the way Eric Crouch did. You look at Eric Crouch's numbers, they're good, but they're not crazy, you know? And so I, I wish they would take that more into consideration. I think part of the problem is you have too many voters— and too many of them aren't dialed into college football the way they need to be. So the easy thing to do is to fall back on the numbers. Uh, let's go to the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Nate wants to talk about the Heisman. Nate, what's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all? We're doing good. How you doing this morning? Yeah, I, let me turn my radio down. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah, yeah, man. You know how you, everybody like to listen to their own voice. And all that, man. But anyway. Only us psychos yeah, man, on this think, side of the chair. I, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think the best player won, but I agree with you guys. Like, it don't, I don't know if it's just because of social media or everybody has a podcast, but the Heisman Trophy just don't feel the same. Like, it ain't mm-hmm. as major. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it just like it seems like it used you know, to be a huge deal, and it's really sort of faded from that. Yeah, you know how people used to tune in; they couldn't wait till the Heisman show came on. Like that was a holler, but it was kind of it's kind of like. Uh, afterthought, but I think I think the best player won. He, you know, he did it against the, you know, uh, against the best competition, man. But I I really want to talk about that travesty that happened to Ken at Kansas City yesterday, man. That that was terrible. That was a terrible call, and, and that's one reason why I'm just starting to really tune out the NFL because the referees are messing up the game, man. And I want to get y'all opinion on that. Thanks for taking my call, man. Hey, thanks, Nate. Yeah, we actually uh, opened up uh, the show with that uh, call, and I actually didn't find it to be that terrible. I mean, I I thought it was the right call. Now, does it take away that moment? 100%. The moment was incredible. It was exciting. But it all started with the flag. Like, you could see the flag right off the snap. Yeah, it's not like they waited. So, I, un- I understand both sides. Let the guys play. Let, don't, don't impact that moment. But at the same time, don't line up offside. I was going to say, he was <laughs> aggressively offside, egregiously offside. And you can't go back and legislate the game based on the results, right? You can't wait for... You can't wait to see, well, was that a cool play or not? Okay, mm-hmm. we'll pick up the flag. It's not like he threw the flag after the play happened. It was thrown and I wish, pretty I much wish immediately. it wasn't like out there that officials gave warnings on that call. Because if that wasn't like a known commodity for these players, mm-hmm. they wouldn't react like this. No. But it's the fact that, oh, before they've given us, you know, uh, a, a warning, up like, hey, hey, Tony, back up, or, you know. But most of the time it doesn't result in a touchdown like that either. Also, now, he, th- he threw the flag right away, so it, it was kind of like, well, if I can't see the football, mm-hmm. then – uh, then you're, you're obviously offside, and, and, and it's a problem for me now yeah. because I got to look at the line of scrimmage and see who's moving. And if you're impeding me, well, uh, you're going to get flagged for it. So if it wasn't, 
if it wasn't out there like, hey, sometimes we give a little bit of grace, sometimes we don't, this wouldn't be a discussion today. Also, they give grace when you check. He didn't check. Like, usually, and usually it's the opposite thing that we see. It's an illegal formation where they're too far off the line of scrimmage, where they're not on the line the way they're supposed to be. And a lot of, guys, a lot of times guys will point over, they'll check, make sure they're okay. Sometimes the refs will give them a th- thumbs up. First of all, the refs are under no obligation to do that. Mm-mm. They are doing even it. if even if they allow a warning every now and yes. then, they don't have to give yeah, it. Yeah, they're not obligated to do that. It's a courtesy that they give because they want the game to flow better. But if you don't check, first of all, what you want them to yell at you, be like, "Hey, Kadarius, you're not lined up right." Like, what, he's supposed to be shouting at you during the game. No. <laughs> hey. And secondly. It was so egregious. This is literally the statement from the, from the refs was the penalty was he was so far offside we couldn't even see the football. So no, he didn't get a warning. You know, going back to the Heisman talk too, I'm happy that uh, it, I'm happy about the way you described it because I think those were the words I've been missing over the last week sure. and trying to figure it out because I don't know if people remember just about a week ago I said Jaden Daniels shouldn't win the Heisman Trophy. I don't think he should and either. and. People kind of got a little bit upset because I was saying like he hasn't he hasn't done anything to to show his Heisman moment yet this season. Yeah. You look at what LSU have, has done. They they were never in national championship conversation, and if they were ever, it was at the start of the year. It was before when, the when national State championship game. odds were were given to open up the season. And then two, you look at what his record was against big in big games against ranked opponents this season. They're one and three, and that one win came against Mizzou way late. And Mizzou and them were dogging it out. It was a dogfight till the end, and it was what a, a, a separation of like six, seven points. So they got boat raced by Florida State to start the season. Um, they lost a shootout to Ole Miss. They beat Missouri. That was their only ranked win of the season. Uh, they got beat up by Alabama. Like they, all th- he did was their stuff games. the stat sheet. And yeah. don't get me wrong, that's a good thing too for him because he did he did some incredible things offensively. He put up some great numbers. But unless you also elevate your team, yeah, take them to a point to where they can't, they, they haven't been. That's what Michael Penix has been doing. Also, And so that's why I thought Penix should have won too. What was crazy to me was Penix wasn't even like the favorite all year. You look at the Heisman yeah, yeah. odds, and I was I was watching them closely. Bo Nix was ahead of Penix yeah. for the majority of this season, and Bo Nix didn't beat Penix not once, not twice. Yeah. No, Penix got the better of Bo Nix both times. Coming up next, we'll wrap up hour number one here on Herd Sports Radio. <laughs> 